Welcome in to the first podcast of the new year, 2021. Thank God that's year, that previous year, 2020 is over because let's just, let's just be real. It sucked, suck, it sucked butt. Okay. It sucked butt. But we have some positive things to talk about. Hopefully. The Titans win the AFC South title for the first time since 2008. 41-38 of the Texans in a freaking dramatic game. We'll talk about it. We will talk about it. We will look ahead to the Tennessee basketball team playing Arkansas after a tough loss to Alabama. And Velas Jones Jones Jr. is coming back. That's big news. And we'll, we'll break all that down. Welcome to the one hour of probably pure madness this will be in the first podcast of 2021. Before we got on air here, Austin had a meltdown, so we're trying to calm him down and try to talk about something something good. Been too Austin, long. Austin, melting down once again. What is new? Guys, it's 2021. This is the first podcast of the year. How are we feeling? Lacey, go first. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. How was your New Year's? Was it good? Yeah, uh, the yeah. the the text exchange between you all and our little group text was quite entertaining. Yeah, I, feel like, I was I the only like a, sober one, but I just yeah, feel like a big old little family. I don't even remember text. what I said. We, we, text, we text like thirteen-year-old middle schoolers, <laughs> or twelve-year-old middle school. However, the old they are in middle school, that's what we we sound like every single week, texting back and forth. It's like a bunch of drama, and that's, sometimes I just mute you guys because I'm like, I can't handle today. I'm having a great day. Yeah. Have you ever went back and read like our text exchanges like like later after the conversations are over? Because they're fifty times funnier when you go back and read them later. I I, I really haven't. I, I really don't. I just let it. I just let yeah. it, I just let it flow. You know. I don't try to live. <laughs> um, I don't try to live a depressing world. It's not always depressing, but a lot of it's funny. But um, it's funny, depressing. Yeah, it's, like, it's funny, but, depressing. Yeah, it's you, funny depressing. Yeah, you give and take with it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're—I mean, we're, we're finally here. Uh, we're doing this podcast a day late because we all had to get back in town. I'm back in town. Lacey's still in town. Austin is somewhere at some random in, parking lot. I'm uh, in Connecticut. Probably going to get arrested when he starts screaming at the top of his lungs about something that will pop up in this podcast, Tennessee related. It, but it's bound to happen. Okay, <laughs> it is bound. It, to happen. It, it already did. This is a place. This is a university where you have to raise your voice on occasion. Maybe more than once on a, over occasion. It's, it, it, happens, you know? it happens. It happens. Okay. Austin, uh, I mean, Austin, yes. you, you got on like before we even recorded, you had a complete meltdown. <laughs> a meltdown? <laughs> it was a meltdown. So we're just going to stop right there. We'll get to the meltdown, Austin. We'll get to the meltdown. I may just be a loud person. Where'd you get this meltdown from? If that I mean, wasn't a meltdown, then I don't know what a meltdown is. I mean, your is. voice was raised, Austin. You were getting It was squeaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're hitting puberty all over again. Like, it's just, it's just it was. Yeah, you were getting there, so I had to cut you off. I'm excited yeah. for this podcast, guys. Start- I know, I know. I'm excited, dude. I've missed you guys. I've missed you guys. It's been two weeks of, of absence from us, and, and and we're finally here. It feels kind of good. It felt good to hear Austin get mad over nothing, really. <laughs> Lacey coming on here and, you know, just being her bright little peppy self. And me always trying to be the parent and... Calm everyone down. Be patient. We're going to get through this. It's the first week of 2021. Austin, take some medication. <laughs> Those are the three P's of being a Tennessee fan. Uh, Peyton, <sighs> uh, Pat, and patience. Yes. I'm not happy with Phil right now, so I cut him out. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> let's, 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 okay, okay, okay. Real quick, real quick. Let's just, let's just hit on this Titan game. Because that 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 game put me back ten like just added ten years to my life. I almost <sighs> had a massive heart attack watching that game. I, I I couldn't I can't handle the Titans sometimes, but damn it, they are fun to watch. They're a fun team to watch. They are just extremely entertaining. That team Lord. is extremely entertaining. When you have Ryan Tannehill, a quarterback, you have those wide receivers. 
out there on the on the perimeters of of the field, and you got Derrick Henry just running wild for two thousand yards, two thousand and twenty-seven, I believe, um, which is exciting, right, Austin? It's very it exciting. It was very exciting, yeah. I mean, you, you came in that game hoping he can get like he could, you know, get over two thousand yards. I mean, he 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 easily cleared that. He had to get he had to get like two hundred. I think it was like two hundred and thirty-two yards to pass uh, two thousand. I was like, yeah, he's probably not going to get that today. Two hundred fifty yards later, yeah, two hundred fifty yep. yards later, there it is. Oh, yeah, Holy little crap. What a Derek freaking Henry, man! Uh, when he broke out that what it was like sixty-yard run in the first half. I knew it was going to be a fun game, man. It was, man, it was, it was and, a uh, joy to watch. Uh, man, I I compiled these uh, these two uh, these two calls. I believe it. No, this is not it. Let me find it real quick. I, I got these two calls. Yeah, right here of the game. Um, it's one of the original uh, ABC announcers, and then one of Mike Keith. Uh, it's pretty. I don't know. I don't know how the quality will sound on this, but uh, I'm going to try to pull this up and. Uh, Let's see who we got here. All right. Let me try to pull this up. If I can get this to rewind, that'd be great. Let's see. Snap. That's not Snap. it. Okay. Let's start this over. There we go. Especially Mike Keith's call because he's just brilliant. Mike Keith is just unreal. Like the the goat of announcers. If that, like the first call, I love the Mike Keith call on the uh, AJ Brown uh, deep pass that we heard from the original ABC or uh, CBS crew, I believe it was, uh, of the guy, the one guy who was it, uh, Mike Tarico was it? Was he the other guy? He was one of the guys, I think. saying that he goes deep or whatever and then the guy the other guy's like whoa he's like whoa whoa oh that just happened whoa and when he when he cut when he stepped back there and let the ball out like you knew you kind of had a feeling you like kind of like when josh Dobbs let off that you know the dobnail boot it kind of felt like that you had that moment where you just paused and you thought oh my god this is gonna really happen i know and you see the ball he throws the ball, and you see the arc of the ball, and then you see A.J. Brown, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, oh, my God, he's, got, he's ahead of this guy. I was like, if he throws this perfect, he's going to hit him right in stride, and they're gonna, they're, they're, he's either going to go all the way. I thought he was going to catch it and go all the way at first, but then he got tackled. Um, but, my God, that throw by Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, holy crap. Oh, like, my, my, it was the best throw I've seen all year. My goodness. Like that, that guy, that guy is not here just to hand the ball off Derrick Henry. No, he is. He's 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 a playmaker, man. I'm so uh, sick he, of hearing that. You know, it, from it, everybody it, else. It's like okay, don't credit AJ Brown for any of his receptions. Or well, Corey Davis didn't have a day yesterday, but I mean, he has days. I mean, you can't just. It's Derrick Henry's the king, but oh lord, I can't handle the whole. I mean, what? Where was our offense with Mariota? Exactly. Marcus, I hate when they say that. Like, oh man, Ryan Tannehill just turns around and hands the ball to Derrick Henry. That's why he has that many yards. Marcus Mariota did the same thing. He was good, not this damn good. You know why? Because they got they got to respect Ryan Tannehill. And to sit there and say, oh man, Ryan Tannehill, you know, he just turns around and hands the ball off to Derrick Henry, dude. If Corey Davis wouldn't have dropped those two passes that were just right in his dead gum hands, right in his hands, right in his freaking hands, they have. Two 1,000-yard receivers. So, please tell me that Derrick Henry is the only reason he is, you know. He's got to. Like, come on. Corey Davis has to be the most upset man in that locker room, even though they just won the AFC South. (laughs) When you drop two passes, it's the worst drops you might have all season. And they were for 1,000 yards on the season. That's crazy. Yeah. So, 
don't don't sit there and tell me that Ryan Tannehill can't make plays. Oh yeah, he also had two rushing touchdowns yesterday too. <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, in the previous week. Oh, I, I didn't forget about it. Well. I didn't forget about it. Yeah. I so. I ended up I I bet every week for him to get two, and I've won quite a bit of money because he's done it like three times. And for some it's reason, incredible. the odds like, are so high. So if you just bet like, I think I bet like $2 and I won like seven or 70 or 80 on it. I mean, yeah. easy. He is, it's just it, hearing, living in Nashville and you actually, just in, in the state of Tennessee, because we all watch the games, you know how Ryan Tannehill plays and you know what kind of guy he is on the field. But this national perspective and this narrative that these people just continue to talk about when they haven't even watched a Titans game all season besides yeah, the Green Bay game. They haven't watched a game all season. I, I think... one game of Green Bay game. I got, see, told you. I'm like, dude, he almost has 4,000-yard passes, 33 touchdowns, and seven show. interceptions. Seven interceptions, 33 touchdowns. Please, shut up. It's annoying. I think maybe he got a little tension, though, yesterday because we played it. You know, we played the later game. And he had that – you're going to see that pass everywhere. I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, you know an elite quarterback can only make that kind of play. And what a redemption story. I mean, man, how many guys uh, just have a disaster stretch at, at a one organization then come to another where you where you have a shot at, you know, winning a Super Bowl and being a star? You know, it's, ra- it's rare to see a guy get a second opportunity like that. And how many people probably just wrote him off when he was bad with the Dolphins? And he wasn't even bad with the Dolphins. He, the Dolphins just sucked. Oh, yeah. no, okay. So I have a friend at uh, – I have a friend at work. He tells – he's a Dolphins fan. Massive Dolphins fan. Been one his whole life. And he, he said the same thing that we do. He says, dude, if you would have got injured in Miami, dude, he was good. He's like, but they got no – he got no respect or, you know, notoriety because the Dolphins were terrible. He's like, that dude can play football. He's like, and now you see it because he's on a good roster. Yeah. He's like, you put most people on that Miami Dolphins-led roster with that management and those coaching staff, whatever they had down there, he said most people are going to – they're just set up to fail down there. Yeah, it's a disaster organization. I'm kind of yeah. upset they didn't win yesterday because I wanted to, I wanted him to have a chance to play them mm-hmm. in the first round. That been fun. Yeah. Speaking but, of um, Miami, is it just me or does Tua just not look like Tua? That we've seen before. I, I, I'm just gonna say what I said before they drafted him. I don't think I didn't like him that much. I just didn't. I just think many, many quarterbacks can stand behind Alabama's line and run Nick Saban's offense and just look really good. I mean, AJ McCarron looked amazing, and he can't even sniff the field besides the fake point he did yesterday against Titans, which was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, when you when you have the best receivers in college football, one of the best offensive lines in college football. And just like overall mentality of like like everyone on that team just thinks we're gonna run over everyone we see, and that's just that that's a that's a method for success, and I, anyone can succeed in it. Hell, I mean, I honestly believe they make the they make the playoff with JG. I honestly God believe that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's he's, he's that good of a coaching job. Like it's just it's insane. Um, but yes, Lacey, to go back to what you said, he's not himself. He doesn't look like himself. And I, I honestly think in those type of positions, like the quarterback position in Alabama, it's it's one of those things where they're just – it's so easy. Now, I wouldn't say easy, but it's it's – when you're being coached by Nick Saban, the greatest coach in the history of football, He's going to make you look good. He's not going to make you look stupid. I, and I'm not going to give all the credit to Nick Saban because he wasn't great on offense until he got a great OC. But he adjusted. In Sarkeesian. No, yeah. No, that's, yeah, yeah, he, hey, that's that's where I differ from you. Because he he wasn't good on offense because he had amazing, incredible defenses. And that's what that was his big philosophy of winning. Defense and run the ball. Then the times changed and he adjusted and changed his offense and started getting different different quarterbacks if you haven't noticed the quarterbacks that he's gotten are completely different from what he used to have back in the day I I, I do believe all that I just think it's the OCs he's hired he let them have more control over the offense oh and they and they are brilliant OCs like Kiffin one of the best play callers in history 
yeah. arguably. And Sarkeesian, I, I think he'll have great success in Texas. I mean, I, I, I never really – I don't understand why people don't succeed at USC. Like, he was great at Washington. He built Washington. I think they won no conference games in, like, the year before he got there. And mm-hmm. by the second year, they were winning 10 games. He's a great coach. Oh, that I, must I just be don't nice. understand why people – that must, must be, be nice. nice. <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> well, we're, we're we're stepping into those waters, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of tech, te- speaking of Texas and and the Texans, uh, I saw this earlier, and this is breaking news, and this is this is just such breaking news to me. Did you guys know Matt Schaub retired? <laughs> oh, Matt Schaub. Exactly. Schaub. Matt Schaub. Yeah. He's officially retired. I don't see why you even have to retire. I mean, I mean, just be a backup. And if you get thought, thrown into the fire one week, oh, God. I thought, I thought he died. I, I mean, I haven't seen him in years. Like, I, I literally haven't seen Matt Schaub since he played for the Texans. There's a couple retired. guys like that that are just lurking around the league. And you're just I like, know. oh, my God, they're still around. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, no, Jay Cutler's gone. Jay Cutler, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's sad to say, but I think Frank Gore's going to retire this year. But, God. Oh. He's a freaking legend. But, oh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. He's is he retired? Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. That yeah. sucks. Um. But yeah, going back to the Titans game. How big of a pleasure has it been to watch Derek Henry run the ball? Oh, <laughs> we are. We are some of those blessed fans in football. I mean, just to have this guy. I mean, every. Every team in the NFL would ha- would kill to have this guy. Just just know that. Know that any team in the world or any team in the NFL would start this guy hands over fist, you know, and never think twice about it. Like that's and we have him. We have him. We took him in the second round. I just cannot believe that. I know. It's what what? So do you, okay. Here here here's a question. Do you think Derrick Henry is already a Hall of Famer, or do you still think he has to prove a little bit more? That's the stupidest question. I mean, if he... To be a Hall of Famer. I'm just kidding. What, what, what'd you I say? said that's the stupidest question, but then I was like, you know, that's kind of mean, so I took it back. But okay. I mean, if he okay. walked around, if he retired at the end of this year. Yeah, if he retired at the end of this year, would he be a Hall of Famer? That's that's mainly my main question. Yes. Obviously. I mean, he would. You think I so? Think so. I think I'm, so. I'm I think too biased on that. I'm too on that. I'm too he biased has to, on He it. has to make it a little bit, you know. I, I mean, he, these are going to be his best years, arguably. So, I mean, but so okay. So, do you think Chris Johnson's a Hall of Famer? He rushed for two thousand yards. Is he? I mean, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, <laughs> it's tough to say. That's you know? tough, ain't it? I, 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 I'm trying to think of what is. Are there players like him that have been Hall of Famers? I'm just trying to. I, I, mean, I don't. Like, I, don't con- I don't constantly look at Hall of Famers. You know, like, like, like I only think Harry Sanders. Barry Sanders is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Will Jamal Will Jamal Lewis be a Hall of Famer? He rushed for two thousand yards. Is he? I don't know. He's not a Hall of Famer. Are you sure? He's not in the Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I have to double check, but I'm not. I don't think he is. I really don't. Our only VFLs we got in the Hall of Fame were Peyton and uh, Doug Atkins, and yeah, I don't think Jamal Lewis is in the Hall of Fame yet, or if he'll be in the Hall of Fame. But here's okay. So Dan Orlovsky. You guys know who he is, Dan Orlovsky? He's he's like yes. he used to play football for the Lions. He sucked really bad, but now he's like a reporter for uh, ESPN and all of them or uh, NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I know. so listen, listen to this. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. Most rush yards this season: Derrick Henry, two thousand twenty-seven; Dalvin Cook, fifteen fifty-seven; Jonathan Taylor. 1169. Aaron Jones, 1104. Derek Henry after halftime, 1076. If Henry had not taken oh. a single carry in the first half all season, he'd still be fourth in rushing. <laughs> that was the, just the, set, um, the stat that was um, if he didn't rush in the first half, right? Then he would still be fourth. Yeah. 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 Well, if he didn't take a single carry in the first half of the season, so basically, he, if he played half a season, he would still be fourth in rushing. <laughs> I just insane. This, I mean, this is unbelievable. So for AFC South champions, best running back in the league, uh, 
He should be an MVP candidate. He's fourth. He's fourth. He's fourth. He's fourth. Montana Hill is fifth. He won't win it, but it 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 baffles me. It's insane. I get it. You have it's. I see it over. You know, all over, uh, media, the all of media. Just rename it the best quarterback award. Exactly. I mean, what what else do you have to do? And get this, Derrick Henry. You'll never see a better season. Yeah, and Derrick Henry, his offensive line was being replaced the entire season. You um, lost half your line throughout the season. Like, you never had the same guys so, starting over and over and over again. So, are you getting tired of people disrespecting the Titans? Am I getting tired of people disrespecting the Titans? Yeah. I, I No, I don't think they're, they're getting disrespected. I just think people are disrespecting Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Because um, they don't watch well, the Titans. I got a little bit of that that today or yesterday. I was trying to get this is a, a big sports bar in Connecticut, like the I think the biggest sports bar in Connecticut, maybe, and they have like a thousand TVs. There is one tiny, tiny TV over in the corner of the bar that is on the Titans game, and for some reason, like fifty of them on the Colts game, and <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I had to I had to grab a guy to get it turned one TV on the Titans. It is. I just couldn't believe it, and like obviously, no one, no other Titans fans were there but me. They're like, yeah, we don't and, have, we don't have CBS here. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they had, they had every other game on besides the Titans, and I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> and of course, like when AJ Brown made that huge catch, I'm jumping up and down like crazy. The only person in the bar going crazy. <laughs> it was fun. I, I just okay. I, I don't understand why more people. Don't watch the Titans, but they last week. I don't know what the stats are this week, but they are the number one offense in the entire NFL. I know that was last week. I have to look at it this week, but I mean, they still put up 30, I mean, um, 41 points again. Yeah. And you kind of got to with this defense, yes. And I, and I, I, I don't want to talk about the defense. We can do that, we, we can talk about all of this next week. Um, on the podcast with the Titans. Yes, their defense is just horrific. The worst defense I've ever seen in my life. Um, can the Titans beat anyone? Yeah, they can. Can they outscore everyone? Yeah, they can. Um, but we'll we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out. Hedgley was better than it usually was because we, we got a few sacks this week. And we got four. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah. We have 19 for the whole season. 19. <sighs> Which ties? I'm gonna guess that does not rank high in the league. Well, I believe it ties an all-time low for a team that's made the playoffs. <sighs> oh, at oh, and we 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 were so pumped about Clowney. Yeah, uh, so I mean, I I did see some things from the defense that were better yesterday, but I mean, it was the Texans, and there was a lot of frustrating things still too. So I mean, I know, I know it's not Clowney's fault. <laughs> What? Sorry, Randy said it's not Clowney's fault. I'm like, yeah, I know he's injured. <laughs> oh, I missed that. <laughs> I was saying, like, our perspective, our perspective entering the season yeah. was like that we'd be a sack, we'd be getting sacks every week, you know? Yeah. Well, you can't, you cannot blame the Titans for trying to fix that problem from last season with bringing yeah. in Vic Beasley's, Vic Beasley, Jadavion Clowney. Big Vic Beasley to just be sent to an island by himself because it seems like he doesn't even care about anyone or even himself. Um, and Jadavion Clowney, I don't have a problem with the way he played, it was fine. Um, he tried and he's not terrible. People act like he was freaking awful, he really wasn't that terrible. He just didn't get any sacks, but neither has anyone else on this freaking line. So I- I'm sorry I interrupted you, Lacey. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Um, but again, it's the NFL, and I, I kind of got into it with with this guy. Well, me and this guy on Twitter. He's one of my, my friends from back in the day. He always argues. I'm like, oh, I sent him that that pass, to Ryan Tannehill. I'm like, oh yeah, Ryan Tannehill can't pass. It's all Derrick Henry. He's like, dude, y'all barely beat a team that y'all are supposed to handle. I'm like, Ryan Tannehill didn't give up 38 points. He scored 41 though. Like. It's the dumbest thing ever. I mean, these people, how do you just keep overlooking this, you know, the the whole Tannehill thing? I mean, the dude's putting up crazy numbers, like just crazy numbers. 
But oh well. Oh well. It, it, this kind of reminds me of like the 97 balls because uh, they were amazing on offense with Peyton. And then, but uh, their defense was, it was good, but it was below average. And, you know, we ended up letting up 40 points to Nebraska and the Orange Bowl and everything. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I feel like, but the next year, we, our defense, like, stepped it up, stepped it up like crazy. And that's how we won national championship. So I feel like this is like kind of like that. Like I feel like we're gonna go and fix the offense or fix the defense in this off season. Yeah, well, hopefully. Well, we tried to fix it last off season. It really didn't work. But, um, but I mean, Titans are Titans are headed to the playoffs. They're hosting a game Sunday. Well, the AFC Chelf South champions. Man. I know. That's the first time. Since I put this on Twitter. If you guys want to rob a bank with me, we can go to the game. I already looked at tickets, and I was like. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a stab in the gut. A kidney. Like, oh. sell a kidney or uh, something. I don't know. <laughs> just good gracious, like, those tickets are stupid, ridiculous. Um, I'll sell a foot. So anything, dude. <laughs> sell my body. You know. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, let's stick with football. I want to talk about uh, what do y'all, what do you guys think about Bealus Jones Jr. coming back? That's... It's huge. If he gets, if he gets the ball more than five times a game, or twice a game, or how many other games? Yeah. If we if we embrace the idea of scoring <laughs> more points, it's huge. <laughs> oh, if we I, have I a quarterback that actually is on the roster by fall, then yes, it's great news. <laughs> I say one thing about football. Here we go. Oh my God! Here comes the rock rolling downhill. <laughs> I was like, who oh, knows what's like, happening? Who even knows? It is a crazy hey, house, hey, man. Our, 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 I'm just, I'm always one of those people that get excited about stuff, except for this offseason. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. People were like, Eric Gilbert. I cannot wait. People were like, Eric Gilbert's going to transfer from LSU to Tennessee. I was like, why? Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Uh, normally, I'd be like, yes, we're going to get a five-star dot in. And I'm like, why? Why? I mean, you. They were like, uh, Mike Farrell tweeted, it was like, can you say Vols? And I was like, you spelled Georgia wrong. I mean, why Why would he come here when it's I, it just, I can't even get excited anymore. This is so out of character for me, but it's like, I saw Velas was coming back and I was like, well, that's great. And then I saw Harrison Bailey's dad's tweet and I was like, we might not even have a quarterback on the roster by the time Paul oh, gets God. here for to throw oh, it God. to him. So, Oh, God, you just said it, Lacey. Oh, oh God. God. Austin, Austin, contain I don't even, Austin, Austin, contain. I don't even yourself. know what to think. You know, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, Harrison, Harrison, Harrison is a good prospect. You know, he, he he's shown some things, but if it takes getting him out of here to get a good, good coach, I mean, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing yeah, to pull okay, that plug. So, yeah, that's okay. So that's the thing about um, is Holiday still the on the Holiday? roster? Well, we at Jimmy least, Holiday? yeah. yeah. He, well, then. Yes. I who knows if he is going to be. But. So, so here, here's the thing. Here, here's what people don't understand. And here we go. We're not trying to be negative. We're being realistic here, people. Okay, which comes off as negative, but it's not. It's realistic. And we're gonna get to basketball in a little while. And 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 this is kind of part of my my rant about the whole basketball thing and our fans. I feel like the 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 basketball team gets the heat from the fans that are football fans that don't understand that losing in basketball. It's okay. It's fine. It happens. But I will get to that. Okay. Well, yeah, it's okay. Okay. Let's, it's okay. Let me say that. I, I, I have a little beef. I have a little beef with those who say you can't ever get mad at basketball. I mean, you got to break. I mean, I want to win a national title, and I'm going to be a little bit nitpicky yes. sometimes. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to break. I'm not going to like tear into the team. You know, be like this coach needs to be fired. This guy's a piece of crap. No, I'm not going to do all that. I'm just going to. I'm just going to give my opinion. If it's not always positive, yeah. then. That's what it means. I'm. It doesn't mean I want the coach to be fired. It just means I don't know. I'm yeah, just breaking I mean, down no the one, loss. No one yeah. is. No one is trying. No one's trying to be negative. But it just. It just comes out. And here's. Here goes. Here. Here's what goes along the lines of what you just said, Austin, and kind of what you just said, Lacey. You're like, if losing Harrison Bailey or blah 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 prospects means we get a new coach, people freak out. Like, oh god, we can't lose these players. Guess what? There will be players next year just as good as them. And the year after that, just as good as them. And after that, just as good as them. Good players don't stop happening. Good players will 
Have you heard of transfers? Well, that's the thing is there's so many players in the transfer portal portal right now, and it's like people want to say, okay, well, we got to keep them so we don't lose these players. But at the same time, it's like there's people in the transfer portal right now that would be good additions, but they would not come with the situation going on now. But if there was a more positive-looking future, they probably would. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, yeah. We're, we could be missing out on uh, transfers because of not making a move. So, I mean, it's give and take, give and take. Dude, every time someone says the transfer portal, I, I just get this image in my head of like this big, massive black hole, plastic, plastic ball for floating through space with players just in it, <laughs> like just floating through space. I'm like, oh, there's, oh, there's JG. He's just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on the bench like he was in the Georgia he's, Tech he's game. Just like a floating mm. bench, just out in the middle of space, <laughs> in a big massive. And someday ball. I hope to find a, a home. Massive. He'll make it back to New Jersey. I swear. <laughs> oh look, there's Austin Pope just floating through space in a hamster ball. Austin Pope, you want to get into what he said? Okay, go ahead. I mean, it was a free game, man. It's New Year, whatever. It's fun. I mean. What do you say? You feel like feels like the players here just care about running through the tee, yes. or, um, and then they feel like their job's done, basically, and they don't ever even even expect to be Alabama. They're fine mm-hmm. with losing, basically that. Basically that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but it, that was the gist of what he said in the athletic interview, yeah. his exit interview, and so that's not okay. I mean, and that's what that's the vibe I'm getting from seeing them like on the bench and on the field. That's that's the vibe that's being yeah. sent out. We just are yeah. okay with getting beat in by 30. And that's why I like lost my mind twice this year at games. And it made a lot of people mad around me. But it's fair it's something to be yeah. really upset about. It's not okay for your team not to care. Lacey, it's not you, okay. Do you listen and is this, I'm about to uh, say something that goes along with what you just said, Austin. Lacey, do you ever listen to like one oh two five the game up here on the radio at all? Uh, sometimes. Okay, so they had Jamal Lewis on there today. Um, uh, I didn't listen today. Okay, yeah, so he, they, they had Jamal Lewis on there today. And he kind of said the same thing about kind of what Austin Pope said. He says when he played, people were just so fired up. The talent on the field. He says Tennessee, and I'm paraphrasing too, but this is, this is basically what he said. Tennessee has the talent. He said in the national championship game when he went out, guess who stepped up? Travis Stevens. Um, who was it? Who was our other 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 running back? Lamont's blank right now. You had uh, Travis Stevens and uh, um, Travis um, Henry and Travis. Travis Stevens. Henry, yeah, Travis Henry. Travis, Travis Henry. He says when I went out, I didn't have to worry. I knew the talent behind me was just was just waiting to just go out there and just kill someone. He's like, Tennessee doesn't have that. He says they have those type of players, but no. they don't have those type of players, if that makes sense. And they this have those type of players, yeah. but like, not it, the mentality, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. It, it is a little bit – here's the thing. Like, I think it's certain type of guys. Like, Jawan Jennings, no. he was not a loser. No. He would not lose. He, he, he would rather get kicked in the nuts yeah. than lose a game, you know? He, he would do anything to – change the, that narrative and i honestly believe he's the reason that season got turned around last year i think that that you're seeing him gone him missing and that's what you're this is why this year is so bad him and daniel patuli were so big and just so big on motivating that team to win those last yeah. six games <clears throat> and and now they're gone and there just seems to be no fire no anything on this team it's just like they're, they're just dead and the play calling is awful the coaches are are like slugs on the sideline, big fat slugs, and they just don't motivate anyone to do anything. And they're just a. You look on the sideline, they're laughing, they're chilling, they're okay with being mm-hmm. down by thirty. Yeah. It's it's cool. But it's it wasn't happens. like that before, though. It's, like, at the mean, beginning of the that, season, towards the end of the season, it it just completely different, though. You could com- see even there in Kentucky, um, when we were losing, there was you could see there were certain players that were like on the Still edge funny. of their seat, and they were just mad. They wanted to get in the game. They wanted to you know, change the trajectory. And then it's like by the time us having those same seats all year, we could see how it just 
went down. Like exactly. by Texas A and M, those players that were on their edge of their seat, ready to go in and um, take over for those that weren't putting in the effort, they just kind of were just sitting back, you know, with their legs crossed on the bench. I mean, they they were not ready to face adversity. It's 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 like it, it's it, it's like watching a movie from start to finish, Lacey. Kind of what you just said. You we got to sit there in the same spot and watch it happen. It's like in a movie. It's like all sunny and good, and then just dark cloud just starts to move in, and you just see the the demeanor of everything change, and that's how it went. It went from up to just bright and sunny, and then the demeanor just cloud just slowly started to move in, and just got darker and darker and darker and darker. When I think when I think back about it now, it's like the people, the guys that were on the, like on edge ready to go in they may not have been you know first string maybe not even second but I honest to god feel like at some points they probably would have done a, a better job than first or second because they had some type of heart left when the others yeah. didn't and then they 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 ended up losing that heart by the end of the season but I mean it was just it's one of those things where you're sitting back and you're watching and it's just like you want to it's one of those things where you're watching like, like a train accident you can't look away but you can't change it. You just, I don't know. It's just, it's hard. And I think that's there the reason one... I've gotten to the point where it's just kind of like, I don't care because yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, if, if they're not going to do something to fix it, why should we care? Yeah. There, there was one specific group that I felt like that never really gave up. And that was the wide receivers. You saw it. I mean, when there was passes thrown their yeah. way, man, they tried. Like, that's why I'm so pumped to get Vilas Jones Jr. back. Because when he got the ball in his hand, he ran so aggressive. He's like, I want this. I want this. Uh, Cedric Tillman, that that last game we were at, where he just do- put his body out and just dove for it. Like, they want – I feel like they want it. Like, I feel like the receivers, they want it. Like, and they, they just can't get it right now because our offense is so dull. But that was one group that I felt like that was just like wanting it so bad. I agree. Like just I agree. feed me the ball. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 want to win. I, and I I'm gonna bring up John Jennings again, but yeah. that was a group he led. Wow. You know, those are guys that know that knew him and knew his personality, and they they saw what he did on the field, I've and they want to replicate it themselves. And that's a lot of it. That's, that's a lot a, of that. I believe. Pretty, pretty I remember Tyler Bird when he when he gets that touchdown against Mississippi State and everyone's just losing their minds. That 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 group of guys that they just had a different mindset. They than the did, rest of the and team. that's a very good, uh, very good uh, observation. The the one the Jawan Jennings thing. Never even thought of that. He he left. He left. He's a huge leader, it's, and he left his leadership behind. And I feel like they still they're still aggressive, but they just can't be the as aggressive as they want to be. Because they just they don't have the offense for obvious reasons. They just their offense is like a, it's like four different people just trying to get along, work work well together, and it's like or four different like businesses. There's like this really well run business called the receivers, and there's this really poorly run business named the quarterbacks, and then there's this even worse even worse business called the uh, office yeah. line. <laughs> it's just like they're all trying to work together. It just, it doesn't, doesn't flow right. I see happens, the though. article circulating about who, it, I mean, everything's rumors at this point, but I saw that one article that said that um, Pruitt was wanting to hire uh, for offensive line coach, the coach from uh, the, from Cincinnati. Yeah. And it's like, to me, I was like, okay. I was like, if that's not the most, like, current state of Tennessee thing ever to hire the coach from (laughs) the worst offensive line in the NFL. Yo, Burrow's got a Taurus. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals. Yes, the Bengals. I was like, I mean, I, I wouldn't hate oh, on the no. AAC coach. I mean, that, that's no. they seem fine. No, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, oh, but the Bengals, the Bengals. Who just got Joe Burrow, oh, boy. So. Yeah. Okay. Who's got like 700 okay. torn ligaments in all his right. knee because, yeah. So, are we all on the uh, agreement that the ten- University of Tennessee is basically a dumpster fire right now? I think it's in just the football, the football team. team. 
Okay. Then what? I don't understand. Like, I how do you let this keep going on? How do you let this keep going? What, where is a statement? Yeah, where is some thing. kind of like well, we idea keep getting where statements, this is going? I realize we are running an investigation and they're just going to stay silent. But what they don't, what I, what I can't wrap my head around is like, yeah, we got the investigation, but there's a million other things going on in the meantime. There's um, players announcing where their transfer destinations are. Like we're running out of time. Yeah, you have on, got you have got to make a statement. You we're losing players. We're not getting more players. I mean. Yeah. Parents, what's his face is going there has to, to be Maryland said tomorrow. I mean, they've got to do something. Yeah, I just, I, I never really put much in that guy. I, yeah, I feel it, like was never, it never felt like anything was going in the York. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to think about yeah, he. It's not that big of a loss because a lot of people are saying there's character issues there, but at the same time, it's like we we're losing recruits to Maryland. Yeah, true. That's I, I, the, I the, that's that, but... the point I'm getting at. I mean, yeah, very true. I understand that, but I think there was seriously some big character flaws because out of all the programs in the country, he went to Maryland. It makes me think other teams are like, dude, take a walk, get out of here. Isn't isn't Maryland coached by that guy who had trouble at UNLV with like the NCAA and stuff? Yeah, Rakeem yeah. Jarrett. The I mean, I, they kind of they kind of feeling dirty right star now. Into recruiting cycles because Rakeem Jarrett went there last year. So I mean, he's getting more five stars than we are. Well, but I guess we have five. I don't think we have five star <laughs> hearts anymore, guys. I think it's time we address I'm, the I'm issue sorry, of the five star hearts. I, I think I we do. I'm not sorry, have but I don't have a heart anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not for the university. Not not for football. The Grinch has it's a better a rough heart than go. I do. Um, yeah, I. When the only people that are like on the side of the head coach are the people who will never ever turn on the head coach it's time to pull the plug it, it, it the, you're just delaying the inevitable at this point there's no if you bring this guy back somehow some ways by some miracle they bring this guy back it's gonna be the worst situation possible almost impossible for him to su- succeed you know he's he's got half a team he'll have to hire these coaches that probably aren't gonna be good and the whole fan base has turned against yeah. him already it's just a very – I think you're doing him better by letting him go now. I don't think he – I don't see any situation where he's – I say I don't year. care, but the Me second either. that Henry Toho Toho enters the transfer portal, I will have a complete mental breakdown. Like, oh, you talking about a fan base losing their I, mind? If, that I will mean, cause chaos. No, I, I will if, just – I'll – do you want to see – um, I try not to be as dramatic as Austin. No offense, Austin. But I try not to be as dramatic. But I, I feel like it would be a, everything orange in my house is in a fire pit. Like, I would just, like, I mean, I, I, I can deal with literally every other person on the roster um, transferring except that one. I mean, yeah. we, we've, we've talked about Vilas Jones Jr. coming back, but we haven't talked about uh, – didn't Cade, they, Cade Mays announce he's coming back too? Yeah, he's coming back. Played play with his brother. Yes, I think, yes, I think he's coming back. Coming back to play with his brother. Whatever that means. Side by side with his brother again. I think it's more of a family uh, thing than anything. I mean, he's not that good. I mean, is he, what would he, he get yeah, drafted? He drafted but I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, that. he'd be, he probably, it wouldn't hurt him to come back to try to improve yeah. his draft stock, though. It did tank a lot this year. <laughs> it might tank a lot this year, too. So, yeah. um, tank even worse. I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah, who who like even knows at this point? I mean, me. just, I, I, I really pray to God that things have gotten bad enough where, UT will have to put something on. Listen, it's not going to happen. Something has to happen tomorrow. Like, you cannot keep hiding. And I know there's you have to. It's it's, going on. But you got to say something. You cannot keep quiet. When you're quiet like this, it makes everything just so uneasy. And you saw that with Harrison Bailey's dad tweeting out a little while ago. Everyone's uneasy because no one knows anything about anything. Like, it's. We think. I mean, we don't know. We just we we have an idea. Exactly. I mean, so no one knows like, anything. Yes. <laughs> we can guess all we want to, but guess what? No one knows a damn thing. Here's my take. I, I I know that you said that we weren't going to talk that much about football, but you all we always say that, and then we end up here. But here's my take on the Harrison Bailey's dad thing. 
is that statement for those who aren't, haven't read it or aren't aware, he came out and said that um, as much as we love Tennessee, the reason Harrison Bailey went to Tennessee is because of coach Pruitt period. So, and my take on that is. Number one, why? Yeah. Well, to me. I came to play for him because he knows foosball. (laughs) Well, uh, I feel like we've been limited and that's, you know, going pretty easy in the quarterback position for three years already. And if we keep Pruitt around just to satisfy um, Harris, yeah, parents and Harrison Bailey's and his family for another three years, and it's just gonna, I mean, I know we say rock bottom this, rock bottom that, but, and we say it can't get worse, but then it always does. So if we keep Pruitt around just to satisfy a few top players in the team and their families, it's just gonna get progressive at even more progressively worse than it has the past three years by being limited in that position anyway I mean like Austin brought up in the in the group text where he said that didn't all the players and their parents say the same thing when Mark Rich was fired that they were gonna yeah and I'm sorry but I don't think it's really hard to that much (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when it, no. they won the Sugar Bowl this past, I mean, I'll, I'll take, I'll take yeah, a, exactly. I'll take a peach Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, sure, why not? Or wait, <laughs> they were in the peach. Wait, which bowl game did they play in this year? Hey, a bowl. They played in a bowl with a winning record. A New Year's Six. Peach we'll just bowl. leave it at that. They played it in New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, they played a Peach Bowl. Be yeah. that oh, undefeated yeah. team. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that really that that statement when that Mark R- Mark Richards got really hurt on that bad. So you know, um. Such but I don't. I don't. We're obviously program. putting too much stock into individual players' parents at this point, and I mean, that's not for the good. Past, it, yeah, yeah. And the last thing I'm going to say about the whole coaching thing is, is you know that you're in a bad place in general when your fan base sees another school fire their coach, and they're begging for the fired coach to come coach their school because this. <laughs> coach that wasn't good enough to be at Texas or Auburn that wasn't cutting it there but we we would just be happy to get where they were I mean we're not even at this point the fan base isn't even wanting national championships at this point we just want to not be three and seven and those coaches get us there and that's just sad that is so sad that's what we talked about our last podcast of uh, 2020 about I mean, how we don't, we don't do we want national titles? Of course we do, but we just want to see something. The competitive is anything. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, he, he, here's my main beef with Pruitt. Here, okay, people always say, "Oh, uh, I bet no. you were wanting to fire." Barnes. I never wanted to fire. Barnes. No, I, I knew what he was why? bringing in because I could watch. For one, he was a proven coach. And for two, yeah, I could watchable. watch that team. I could watch that team and tell you. There is something happening here. Exactly. There is something about to break with this team. This team is getting better. The team we watch that we watched for ten games this year, it that team, worse. there's no direction. There's no. There's no building. There's 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 no reason for me to be optimistic about and seeing you know this guy put out a team you know in 2021. Is, is there's nothing. And, and I want nothing. to transition to basketball seriously to close out this podcast because I want to I want to talk about this basketball team. What you just said about Rick Barnes and Jerry Pruitt, even if like those years that Rick Barnes didn't have good teams. That team was always like scrappy. They were scrappy. They wanted to win. Yeah. They, they beat, they beat Kentucky yes, at home the first wanted. few years and they, they almost beat North Carolina. They, they, they almost beat Gonzaga. Yes. They, they, they almost pulled all these upsets. Yes. And it's, a, Florida it's, and I mean, it's basketball. So it, it can happen a lot easier than other sports, but still, you were still competing with those teams. Like And you could see the development throughout the season. You could see the development exactly. in these three star players, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield. You could see these players that were never projected to the, amount to anything. And the, you just see how much they how much better they did. I mean, it's I don't I don't know why anybody would you wanna have wanted to fire him last year, but yeah, you wanna know one of the biggest 
reasons why Rick Barnes is such a great coach. I was at the SEC title game, covering the SEC title game for, I think it was Fox Sports. Grant Williams checks in. This was 2016, I believe. 15, 16? Yeah, 16. Grant Williams checks in. Adam Schofield checks in. I said, who the heck were they? That's literally what I said. Who were they? Fast forward a couple years later, everyone knew who they were. (laughs) I mean, everyone knew who they were. You know why? Because Rick Barnes can coach. Rick Barnes can coach. Yeah. They they came in fat, like like he called Grant Williams fat all the time. And like, and, and, and he took that guy that was going to go, going to go to an Ivy league school and be more worried about his education than, you know, playing. Oh, well, he, that kid ended up going to Boston, not, not to go to Harvard though, but to be drafted in the first round by the Celtics. That's what Rick Barnes is going to do because he's a good coach. He can develop talent better than anyone. Look at Eve Pons the first year we got him. And look at him now. He, he can just turn it on yeah, and be the yeah. best defensive player you've ever seen. We might have lost against Alabama, but Lord, exactly. he put on and a show in the second half that of those blocks. That is what I uh, was one of to begin the podcast. It's, it's our fans. Our, our fans, when it comes to basketball and to football, are two different fan bases, but they're the same fan base. Our football rubs off on the way we think about basketball. So when Tennessee loses a basketball game, our fans freak out for no reason. I'm like, dude, oh, my God, we lost to Alabama. Yes, it sucks because it was Alabama, but they're sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't believe Tennessee lost an unranked team. You know how many teams lost to unranked teams that are ranked last weekend, this past weekend? A lot. Kansas, Wisconsin. It happens. West Virginia. I mean, if if you're getting if you're getting mad about that game, then you don't, you don't watch basketball. You don't want to talk Tennessee basketball. To be honest, we always we never blow out it's, Alabama, it's and half the time they beat us. Basketball. I mean, it's, they're it's, just it's that's basketball. always a crappy game. Those that happens all the freaking time. Kansas got their shit rocked on Saturday. Just got annihilated. Was it was by a ranked team, but still they got annihilated. It happens, man. Like it happens. So when they lose, just chill out. Because the people in the first half, are like, oh my god, we're gonna lose this game today. I'm like, dude, we're down four points with 13 minutes to go in the first half. Shut, like, stop. Like, oh, and the next thing you know, we're going like a, a 10-0 run. Oh, we're up. You know. We're I think up, we're eight, just eight, so used to like bad things happening. Yeah. I mean, it happens. We can exactly. never have good things that we just expect the worst. Exactly. We can never enjoy. Just like last night in the Titans game, I'm I'm like programmed mentally to just expect the worst. So yes. whenever um, it came down to it before that throw, I was already programming in my head. I was like, you know, if we lose the coin toss for overtime, then um, the game's over because we can't stop them. But if we win, yeah. I guarantee we win. I mean, I'd already programmed that. I didn't you, even yeah, you, consider you, you that we would maybe throw a that Tannehill would throw that pass like that because I'm not used to yeah, good things happening. Exactly. I'm, I'm used to Jeremy Pruitt. And you know what Jeremy Pruitt does in that situation? Takes a knee. <laughs> no, and, not in Dallas. Dude, you can put 40 seconds let's, on that let's, clock. Let's, let's that boy keep talking about coaches. That's Mike Vrabel. Yes, he had a fourth and 11 call. Oh, that my was God. horrendous. I, but that's the thing about him. How many times do we sit here and oh, ask, dude, I just want to coach with balls. Yeah, I mean, so I was much. mad about it, but he, rede- he redeems himself with a million other good plays. So it's, exactly, so you can't that's complain. What, yeah, that's what he is. He has balls. Don't have too much balls, man. Like Tennessee's not eleven to five, you know, for for no reason. When when we've lost half our roster, pretty much the okay. entire season, and we're still eleven to five. All right, let's talk about this basketball team who who did lose to Alabama, but also beat. No, Whoa, did Missouri, Austin just like shift from football drum. to basketball? And that was Austin that just did that. I know. I love basketball. We're teaching I feel like y'all aren't aren't aware of this. I'm a bigger basketball, like, Tennessee basketball fan like, than any of y'all. <laughs> I go to more games. I I was the one who watched the team like when they were at their worst. You know, like, I, I you know, care like, about Tennessee like, basketball. I feel like it's just the house is not on fire. Sitting down reading Austin a book at nighttime. And then it all of a sudden he just clicks. He's like, oh, my God, I want to learn more about that. 
my favorite is whenever he comes into the group chat i mean the group text with like some like off the wall like what if situation and we're we have to like bring him back down to reality like okay Austin. i'm like what if you shut the hell up and just be normal for one day or or uh what was it christmas eve you were like austin it is christmas eve you're supposed to be celebrating christmas and you're over here over analyzing uh what was it i was just kind of like I, I okay. I don't have to. I'm pretty okay. Tennessee basketball <laughs> is going to maybe win the SEC, and that's great. Tennessee football, I know, is currently know on that. fire, and I want to know if it's yeah. either gonna be burning for <laughs> I mean, a year I'm, I'm to, or okay, out, or whatever. I don't freaking know. It's like it's just like I am insecure with it, and I can't stop. Like like if you if you like your car is great, but and everything else is great, but your house is on fire. Are you, are you a little you're a little more concerned about yeah, the house well, right then well, than how great trying, your car? Austin over here trying to you know celebrate my you know? my Lord and Savior uh, on Christmas. Austin's talking about hellfire and brimstone, <laughs> like the world is melting down. And I was like, hey, just give me one day to you know to pray and say things nice to Jesus. And you're sitting over here with your little Satan ears on I, in your pitch. I, I tap I tap the sign every day. I will give my all for Tennessee, no matter what oh it my is, goodness. no matter what it looks like. <laughs> It's like um, Christmas morning. Yeah, Austin moments. says, "Merry Christmas." Do you think we'll fire Pruitt tomorrow? And it's <laughs> Austin. No, it's Christmas. Go do Christmas like... stuff. Yeah, man, I think that's yeah, your Christmas present. Like it'd be a great Christmas present for yeah. us for them to fire Pruitt tomorrow. And it's like, no, I didn't think you were going to fire Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> you said tomorrow, the day after Christmas. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, maybe. Yeah. And I'm. A... I've kind, of, I've kind of backed off. If yeah. you haven't noticed, that, I haven't tweeted as much about it. I've backed away a little bit. And then Harrison Bailey's yeah, dad then, said and that. You went to Texas. And you're blocked by both. Realize they're blocked by both of them. You're like, I don't understand. I've never said. I've never tweeted at them. I'm like, have you seen your tweets? They've probably seen them. You tweet 95 times a day. <laughs> I, I actually went and looked at Austin's thing today because I was like. You know, I wonder how many tweets he's tweeted. And it was like 35, 45,000. And I'm like, oh, let me go and look and see how many I've tweeted. Like 9,000. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to beat my, my 30,000. What? 10 years, how, how 11 years. How long have you been on Twitter? How long have you been on Twitter? Hold on. What? Wait, when did you get really on it, though? When did you, like, really start tweeting daily? Uh, hold on, hold you started on. tweeting daily. Lacey was probably, like, maybe a year ago. No, year no, ago. no, 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 no. It, no, it, it's actually been, like, a lot longer than that. It's just I was tweeting at myself because I didn't really right. have but, like, three or four followers. Oh. But uh, I joined October 2010, and I, it was, I talked to myself for quite a few years. But... <laughs> <laughs> you ever thought about that when people tweet at the followers? I'm like, you're literally talking to nobody. I did it for a long time, <laughs> and now I've, I have like nine thousand one hundred and eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I always see someone quote my tweet. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I mean, my favorite was cute. that I mean, one guy. <laughs> um, All right. The other night was it last night? The guy that tweeted out that he said he was going to start a podcast and he was going to find a, a nerdy friend and a girl that looked hot in pictures, and that he was in all that. Uh, what did you say, Austin? Uh, I can't remember. No, you you replied. Uh, oh, I replied. Oh, or I replied. Uh, I don't know who those oh, guys yeah. are, but they sound awesome. <laughs> Someone's trying to steal oh. your idea, Rainy. It's a great podcast. Sounds like I don't know. Obviously, you, you're looking yeah, for like the biggest glasses you could find, and then uh, found him. Oh, he's oh, crazy. Oh, Works out. She's blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, we got uh, we got Arkansas coming up this week, on Wednesday for the Tennessee basketballs. I'm sure we'll rebound. I think we will. Um, Missouri beat them. I hope so because that I, I'll be honest. That is a team, but Arkansas is a team that kind of is similar to Bama. And they if, could, if, but it, if again, it goes the same way, they so could beat us. It is. Well, Anything I mean, can happen. But I, I think it's not going to happen. I think they're going to rebound. Next time, let's uh, break into the I think team. Rick Barnes going to be kind of uh, – <laughs> they're going to play pissed off because they didn't play very well. Yeah. Pretty good. Jaden Springer is We'll find out. We'll do this again next week because these, these are fun. These are fun. 
F U N fun. I know I'm smart. I'm not as smart as you guys though. I hope everyone enjoy Rainy's spelling lesson of the week. <laughs> we'll be back next week with a three letter word. Hopefully it'll be a hope. It won't be one. Basketball. Oh, it's basketball. Did, it's was basketball. he not God. just five seconds ago saying how much he loves basketball? God. I do, but like, I know it's not what we're yeah. going to talk about. We'll eventually get to positive things hopefully one day. <laughs> we can hope next right, week uh, is W-I-N. Yes, often you freaking Debbie Downer. Guys, it's been fun. Lacey, have a wonderful evening. Austin, go do what you do, you weirdo. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm about to drive hey, Austin, Austin, Austin. From Connecticut. To finish this up, we got to ask, yeah. did you make it through 2020 without Hugh Freeze filing a restraining order against you? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, that's a private matter. I, 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 I don't feel comfortable discussing this without my attorney present. <laughs> I have no idea. My what? I'm getting tired. It's past my bedtime. You said my DS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you bunch of weirdos. Have a good one. Bye, Stay guys. Tight. Bye. Bye. Bye.